0: 7:30 a.m. in New York, 2:30 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 7:30 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to the Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Shenander Bean from Sundaybean.com. I am a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist for individuals and organizations. And I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed when living abroad and get you through any life transition. One thing that I hear over and over from Clients is the phrase, I thought I was the only one. And this shocks me because consistently I share about themes I've noticed over a decade, and still there are people who think they are alone. So I am bringing in the next few weeks a series of real life individuals who are going through things probably just like you so you can see that you're not alone and we're going to do this in a really interesting way so here's what's happening i have a wonderful volunteer with me today her name is alex to for real i don't know anything about alex we just hopped on the phone 5 minutes ago all i know is one line of one thing that she would like support on. And that's it. The rest of what you're going to hear is all spontaneous, all live, unpracticed, and we will see what happens. And I have a hunch if you listen closely, you might even hear yourself. All right, so let's get started. Welcome to Expat Happy Hour. Hello, thank you for having me here. Alex, you are such a champ for just hopping on with me. We've never worked together. We've never actually spoken together. So this is a fun experiment. Um, I'm curious, have you ever had
1: coaching before? No, I had uh, lots of um, uh, therapy, but Mm -hmm. I have never had coaching before. Okay, well, we'll just
0: see how it goes. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's dive right in. Tell me, we've got about 20 minutes together. So tell me more. You said that your career is non-existent.
1: Is it, are you hungry for a career? Of course. I started working right after the university and before we moved to Vietnam, I used to work in a part of a ministry, a local ministry in Russia, in my field. And um, yeah, I never thought it's gonna be so difficult to find mm-hmm. anything that pays decently I brought, well, certainly the language barrier was there, but, you know, also um, the fact that I got pregnant and didn't have a smooth pregnancy and childbirth influenced a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for now, I don't have really career <laughs> right. for, let's say, almost three years. Yeah. And... I mean, what it's I hear very you,
0: hard, right? What I hear you say, I hear from a lot of people. One, you had no idea how hard it was going to be. Two, oh my gosh, right? Like no, you were not prepared for that. I totally get that. That's a shock, like a blow in the face. The other thing is that you not only had a change in your job situation from employed to not employed, you became a mother.
1: Yeah, right. And you and moved abroad. Yes, in a culture that uh, is so very different from my own culture, Mm -hmm. from anywhere I I have ever been. Right. Mm. It's hard. So So what's what's the hardest
0: part about that, this massive transition on so many levels, culturally?
1: I don't even know know what was the hardest part. I think everything Mm -hmm. affected me. And that Mm -hmm. uh, led to massive depression, postpartum depression that lasted for two years, Mm-hmm. And I still am getting through, you know, it's, I'm still a bit down, but I think I'm out of the woods. But, you know, nevertheless, yes. I think uh, it affected me a lot that I only had to stay home taking care yes. of my family because I view myself as a qualified professional and I feel like I could, um, you know, make a better impact. Mm-hmm. Especially because you know, in my field, in the environmental field, it's rarely that people are going because they only want money. It's because people maybe want to make a difference, and I too want to, you know, make, a, you know, something, you know, nice for the planet. So yeah, that's that was hard to realize that I don't anymore have like a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my career and I don't have any certainty and I don't even know how I'm going to restart my career. That's quite, you know, I feel desperate because, you know, after three years of not working in my field, it will be very difficult to, to give it some, you know, start. Right. Right. Well, what I hear is there's
0: massive loss, right? Not only, you know, it's not about the revenue, you know, the money from the job or even the professional experience, it's around your identity. Like, who am I now if I'm not making an impact? I hear that, that's really hard. And I also hear um, that there's this sense of, you said desperate, how am I going to get back on track again, right? How would you yeah. like to feel if instead of feeling desperate, and let me just tell you, I totally get it. I've been there myself. I have, I, 20 years ago when I moved to Switzerland, I gave up everything to, for this Swiss guy. And, um, and I was like, how am I, go, I, I really, desperate is a perfect word for that. How would you like to feel instead of desperate?
1: Instead of desperate? mm content appreciated because when you stay at home, mother, it's rarely that mm-hmm. you get all the appreciation that you really need and deserve. Yeah. let's say uh, mm, I would like to feel confident in my future also
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, you know just uh, be there outside in my field and um you know, do something, (laughs) Yeah,
0: because now I'm stuck. Right, and you know what, I just want you to also know that from a research perspective, what we know is that people with a weak sense of purpose versus a strong sense of purpose, Mm -hmm. have health risks on par or even stronger than obesity or smoking. So I, I want you to know that a lack of purpose, if I say it, you know, just bluntly, is life-threatening like that's it's it's not some people feel guilty for wishing for more you know you have a roof over your head you have a healthy child you probably have a good relationship then you start shaming yourself for for wanting more and i want to tell you it's biologically programmed in us to have purpose
1: that's good to know because people are reminding me that i should be grateful for that i'm grateful yeah and
0: you want more, and that's okay, right? Okay, so here's what we can do. We only have, a, we can't solve the whole thing right now, but what we can do is we can look at what are some things that you can do right now to feel more content or to feel more confident in your future? Would Would you be interested in brainstorming around one of those? Could Yeah, sure. Okay, so the philosophy is around... If I'm starving for contentment or for confidence and I want a job and that will get me there, that might mm-hmm. happen in a year or 18 months or even three years. So what can I do now until that happens so I can feel more of what I really want? So let's, let's look confident. What can you, let's brainstorm. There's no good or bad idea.
1: Mm, I could try again to volunteer in my field.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I could try mm, some activity groups. Mm-hmm. Some you know, maybe to connect with other people Great. see what happens. I can try start my own business. Mm-hmm. For example, it's very difficult here in Italy. Thanks for taxes that are so high, but Uh, Let's say I can start a very small business. Mm -hmm. I can... um, mm, Not sure, maybe try even some other field. Uh, For now, what I have started already is that I did some professional training. And it, it helped me a little bit because... Of course, I updated my knowledge in my mm, great. field and I also gained quite a specific qualification, which is an auditor and mm-hmm. also a very specific field. Mm-hmm. And I would also maybe continue with that and I will try to get further, uh, like I would like to get certified and try from that side to become an auditor so that it's also, I can bring this career to any other country, because this is international organization, international quality standard. and Right. Uh, also, I would start reading articles about things going on in my field and not articles only on social media, but more like uh, technical reviews, all that things. Mm-hmm. So I'm smiling right now. Right, I'm smiling
0: right now because... Two minutes ago, we talked about how you have this feeling of desperation, and now you've Mm -hmm. just listed six really solid, grounded ways to create Mm. your future. I just want to acknowledge that. That was amazing what you just did. I've also done a lot of work with experts in job career, um, the job career field, and what you've mentioned are also really, from the research perspective and from best
1: practices, spot on. Hmm. Which would be the best uh, thing to do, for instance?
0: Okay, so. I'm going to push back on that for a second because I'm in coaching mode and not consulting mode. Okay. I want you to think about your field. I want you to think mm-hmm. about which activity makes your body come alive and will help you spring out of bed in the morning. Of the things that you've mentioned, volunteering in your field, joining a group, starting your own business, exploring another field, um, going further with your professional certification or reading technical literature? Which one makes you feel on fire? On fire, mm-hmm. upgrading my qualification. Okay, fantastic. Upgrading your qualifications. What has to happen next for you to upgrade your qualifications?
1: I uh I am um, Exchanging emails with uh, uh, with the organization that uh, is uh, training the the auditors mm-hmm. to make them certified because it's a two-step process. First, you get your your uh, certificate, and then you get further qualified for actually performing the audit. Audits. So now I'm negotiating the conditions and in which country to begin with, and then how, when I can start. And this is not very clear. Uh, I can maybe write to some other organizations to see whether they have more space, because at the time when I uh, approached them, they didn't yet have anything for me. Mm -hmm. But maybe now they start to have something. Mm -hmm. That could be. Uh, For now, you see, I am, we have moved one more time, of now, course. This time this <laughs> as time, one does as one does yes. <laughs> this time we have moved to italy and now i'm expecting my residence permit mm-hmm. and before before i receive it i cannot leave the country yeah so now i'm quite limited in the ways i can really upgrade my qualification because i should i should travel to, mm-hmm. to do so so that is a little bit on par. So I'm, I am waiting for their response and maybe because it takes lots of time. It yeah. takes some time to arrange that training because there are limited spaces. So for now, I'm doing what I can, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> In that. How, how, so on a scale of zero to 10, mm-hmm. zero being I'm making zero effort and bleh, 10 being I'm doing all that I can within my power on a scale of zero to 10, how much are you doing?
1: I think I'm doing something between six and seven. Wow. <laughs> but I, ha- I, could have, I could have written another 10 emails to the other organization probably.
0: Yeah, so you're at a six to seven. Do you want to be at a seven or an eight or are you happy at a six to a seven?
1: Uh, I would like to be maybe nine.
0: <laughs> okay, so what has to happen for you to go just plus one,
1: one step further? To stop bombing them all with the emails, asking them to let me in, to have space, to send my CVs around. Yep.
0: I'm hearing hearing, um, persistence, and I'm hearing consistency. Mm -hmm. I'm also hearing from you I'm not going to take no for an answer. (laughs) I'm going to keep going. Right. That's what I'm hearing. And in this, since we've been on the phone together, I've heard a shift in you. I've heard a shift, which is not, can I keep my career going while I live abroad to how can I keep my career going while I live abroad? Tell me where I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. I think mm-hmm. you are quite right. Hmm. Okay, so this is exciting. I'm, 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 I'm delighted by how you've shown up for yourself uh, to answer this important question because you've done it with a lightness and this question can feel really heavy, right? Yes, especially when you're desperate. Right, and you've gone from desperate to persistent <laughs> in in just a few minutes. I have total confidence. Um, I, you're, you're yeah, different. I'm on and
1: off. <laughs> That's okay. off. Okay, okay, so what has
0: to happen for you to stay consistent more often? If you dig real deep within yourself, what has to happen?
1: Hmm. That's a difficult one. I. I think I may need more time for myself because while my daughter in the kin- is in the kindergarten mm-hmm. I can I can only have as many hours and I still have to maintain the household and run this all smooth. So maybe I would have to make time for these specific activities. Like a couple of hours in the morning, I assign only for sending emails and, and approaching uh, organizations. Yep. Great. Other than that, I don't think I need anything, but there, you know, there is always something to do in the house. You know, there is never really, if you don't make it your time, it will never appear from nowhere because I always have to do something. Yep.
0: Totally. So one of the things I've noticed with my clients that has worked over the years is um, we call it PMF, put me first. And it, uh-huh. it, it doesn't mean selfish. It's really important. And I can, I'll share with you a podcast after we talk um, for a reference on that. But it means putting a high priority first in the day so that mm-hmm. it, it happens. And then you do all of the things for your family, for your child, for your partner, for the organization. But you start... With you. So your idea about blocking off, you said one to two hours in the Mm -hmm. morning and, and using that time to send emails and approach organizations is one example of PMF. Put me first. Um, Uh Okay. That's excellent. So are you willing to commit to one or two days of this within this week or next week and report back to me how it went?
1: I think I can do that... Let me check with my uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. If she's sick, she won't be able to go to the kindergarten this week, because right. she might get yes, uh, sick. If no, yes, I think I can do that Thursday, Friday. Okay. Uh, if no, I think she will be fine by Monday, and I can send her to the kindergarten, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I can do as well. Okay, so my invitation to you
0: is to have two sessions of two hours and then email me Mm -hmm. celebrating and letting know how it went.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, so
0: um, I'm really curious to hear from you. What are you seeing differently at the end of our call than when we got started?
1: Uh, I kind of got to think more in a constructive way, not only like, you know, every time I start thinking about how to bust career a little bit i i feel a little bit of panic you know Mm -hmm. because it's really just you know it's not it's not easy to look from far and see yeah you have to do this 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 and that perhaps try this and you may actually achieve something because you may get desperate even without trying Mm So that's what happening sometimes to me. I'm washing dishes and I feel like, oh, no, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Nothing is happening, Mm -hmm. you you know, because I'm not not even doing anything and already nothing is happening in my head. Mm -hmm. So I am living the failure without even, you know, let's say trying. And if you think about the steps that you need to do, you know, this one, two, three, four, Mm -hmm. not this abstract huge problem because the problem is huge. Right. When you break up a little bit and you and you decide, oh, this is small task, two hours. Mm-hmm. And you can start with that. That's doable. That's mm-hmm. doable. To to make a task to boost my career is undoable. Right.
0: Not so You, you went from overwhelming huge problem and you broke it down. And that's why I was so impressed yeah. with with you on the call today. Of I went from desperate to Confidently naming appropriate steps and then from there you broke down one of them into a manageable task So yeah, that's yes
1: that's So
0: So there you go, Alex. You're amazing. That was a taste of coaching <laughs> you. for you <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm gonna talk to the audience for a second and and um, we'll get back together uh, after the call and one of the things that I'm seeing that Alex has done is One, a topic that everybody deals with. So many people, qualified engineers, lawyers, doctors, midwives, environmental scientists, smart, educated people who give up that career to say yes for an adventure abroad, say yes to support their partners, life, and say yes to kids, right? And then you get in it and you're like, what the heck did I do? I gave it all up. And now what? And you feel this loss of identity. It's like chopping off your arm and you don't know if you'll ever get it back again. So that is a story that I've heard a thousand times. So for people who are listening and identify with that story, Alex shared that to let you know that you're not alone. The other thing I've seen is very common is we took something really big and overwhelming and made the shift to more of an agency perspective of what's possible, what can I do, not will I ever get a career but how can I keep my career going and Alex did a great job breaking it down into big picture then micro steps and made a commitment to take action by next week. So thank you to Alex for being here and for everybody who's listening to Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Shander Bean. Thank you for being here. I will leave you with a last thought on how we show up in our lives and deal with big challenges like this with an anonymous quote. Sometimes strength comes in knowing you're not alone.